0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first Fans of Power for this brand new year of 2017. And, uh, of course, as always, uh, you know, I I, I, I don't have a, a good quip to introduce Rotten Amato here, so I'm just going to go with a very vanilla. Joe, are you there?
1: I'm here! Remember, I have no nicknames. I'm the man with no nicknames at all. Everybody else can have one, but not me. I'm just, I'm Sad just,
0: Joe, the guy, the guy wearing a modular mask can have, can have no nicknames.
1: Exactly, I can't have one. If I'm not going to show my face, I don't deserve a nickname. So I'm gonna I, just I, I don't
0: abide by those. Rules. What? So I, I get a name based on my face? Is that what you're saying? The T-Rex comes from my face? You know, like what what little little arms or something like that? <laughs> yeah, I
2: don't I don't think I agree with this at all.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, it's oh, just, yeah, we're having technical difficulties here. Oh. <laughs> already, for, for, first beginning, first part of the show here. Exactly, we have difficulties already with our first trip. I guess it really starts our show off on a on a high note here. Exactly. Well, Look at it this way. 2017 brings us new beginnings. Joe, do you know what I mean when I say new beginnings?
1: I'm not quite sure. What does new beginnings mean? I'm clueless. What does that mean?
0: It means the feminine hygiene spray. New beginnings. You can get it at Walmart or or your local Target or uh, any of those other beauty salon places. I'm just playing with you there. (laughs) I'm just playing. from. It's a uh, quote from Kingpin. If I'm going to steal, I'm going to steal from the best.
1: You know what's weird to say? What, what part was that i don't even remember oh no that that's a sidetrack that's a side rant. But, uh, well, <laughs> well speaking have,
0: of difficulty we do that
1: exactly well speaking of like how i started calling you t-rex what you got on there man what what you wearing
0: oh yes if if people are love this show so much that they would love to you know uh, just showcase their 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 fan power by saying that you know what hey in my spare time or when i'm just uh wanting to listen to some quality audio entertainment i listen to fans of power and by doing so you can wear a t-rex t-shirt which Check is that out. the very first well unofficial official however you want to look at it piece of fans of power merchandise that uh, was created by joe amato and i got for christmas yeah uh from my girlfriend erica Shepard. and um so if anybody out there is interested in, in uh you know wearing some some uh well, some of the best armor that you can get in <laughs> something like this, right, contact Joe Amato and see if uh, look you're looking to get your own piece of armor that yeah. says uh, not only do you um, you like T-Rex, but you are a Fans of Power fan too.
1: That's pretty cool. Me, I don't have any official Fans of Power stuff. I'm wearing my favorite buddy on my shirt, but, I mean, this is something that's got a the store. you got to represent Jason Voorhees once in a while, so that always works. They go hand-in-hand, hand. Masters and Friday the 13th, it's like peanut butter and jelly. They make the best sandwich in the world. Yeah, something like that. All right. But now speaking of everything, okay, like you said, it's a new year. We have a new year. But before we get into, like, what we maybe expect and hope to see in the new year of 2017 for Masters, Princess of Power, and everything, we'd figure we'd talk about some of the highlights, maybe uh, things people question about, of 2016. So as we know, in 2016 was – First, everybody was freaked out and shocked when they were hearing that, you know, Maddie, that, you know, Maddie Collector was coming to an end. There was going to be no more figures. It kind of freaked people. But with that, you also found out a big light at the end of the tunnel you heard that super seven is taking over and super seven is not only going to be doing classics, but they're doing vintage figures. They're going to be doing three and three quarters muscle. I mean, they have so many things, you know, things planned and, you know, they're going to start it off obviously with the ultimate figures and the curse of the three terror figures that'll be vintage now, uh, you know, in their coat, you know, painted forms. But I mean, so there's a lot of great stuff, but what are some of your, I guess, maybe most anticipated things you would hope come for 2017, beyond just figures? Because I asked this question on my wall, and it, it flooded up like crazy. I said, what would you you know, expect to see most? I mean, are you hoping to hear about a new cartoon maybe being in development? Finally, the movie getting off the ground and being done? New figures? I mean, what are you expecting? What would you hope could come for 2017?
0: Uh, I definitely, first thing I do, do not expect and certainly don't want is a new movie because we're just, it's just not going to, we're not going to get anything of quality as we've said time and time again on here. And that's, that's something I don't want. If Turtles and Transformers and G.I. Joe can't get any, you know, uh, legitimate dignity on the silver screen, then He-Man has, has a snowball's chance in hell of right. being treated with anything better than that. So. Exactly. If for people who were so, so, you know, they're, they're as tenacious as, as a, as an angry lobster. You know, grabbing a hold of something there, from for to to think that we're going to get a quality He-Man movie where everybody's going to to be depicted, uh, with you know, some maturity and and, and uh, machismo, and even even the fans who are claiming for a she movie. I'm sorry, but it, we're not going to get anything legitimate in either one of those. So no, no new movie, in my part, I, I I would prefer a new cartoon encompassing both properties. You know something like that where you know you start out with he-man and then you build up to she-ra like in the second season or something like that right you know, an all-encompassing cartoon you know and that's just you know off the top of my head of course i'd love to see thundercats get picked up again so we can <laughs> get more of that right um and um uh i don't know since we're getting new figures i really i'm just i'd just be glad to see classes continuing in in 2017 and god willing that thundercats keeps going anything after that i'm not a i'm not a big fan of like the smaller extra stuff you know oh look it's a it's a mega block human i'm like that doesn't get my nipples hard you know i need i need (laughs) figures i need you know give me some cool posters we can buy you know some prints that are made available you know uh Things you can hang on your wall of beautiful artwork and things like that. Super 7, you know, get, get Axel to, to, to come up with some original artwork for posters or prints or...
1: Or calendars uh, or something. Let's calendars
0: some... or, or give us background prints of the Formation Snake Mountain and Castle Grayskull or the Hordes, I mean, the uh, the Fright Zone or the Whispering Woods to put, behind, you know, different things. But uh, honestly, I'm keeping my expectations to a bare, bare minimum because, uh, well, just like with the... Um, the uh masterpiece theater uh comic book that we're getting currently right now of he-man and uh, thundercats (laughs) i i I just keep my expectations kind of buried six feet under because if this is the extent of media that we're going to get i don't think people should be you know uh just bouncing up and down in their chair like a baby who's hungry you know to get the next thing unless you know uh uh, you know, a, a miracle of, of, of modern media comes along and says, "You know what? I'm tired of getting, you know, below quality entertainment of He-Man. It's like it's time to treat this, you know, property with some dignity and, and things like that." So. so you're wanting to keep
1: it yeah so you're wanting to keep it low so in case something amazing happens and hey fantastic but no sense of keeping them high and then just basically being disappointed but i know what you mean because i mean but there's so many things that would be great first you know i know like you said a lot of the stuff like mega blocks and dorbs and other things i know it's not everybody's cup of tea but it's still great to see other merchandise like i just love seeing masters and merchandise in general but that's why okay first I mean, the, the majority of people seem like they really wanted a cartoon more than the movie because maybe people have been let down. At least that's what i seen from, you know, basically the posting on my wall. They're more into the possibility of a cartoon happening and not the, the movie. But as for a cartoon, a lot of them had some cool thoughts. They were like, hey, maybe it could be a Netflix series, something exclusive to Netflix, or maybe direct-to-DVDs. But I was getting more of a Netflix vibe. And it even seemed like some people were saying maybe – Actual live action Netflix series. I mean, it's it's cool to see what fans would want. You know, the stuff of chances of these things happening sure are probably yeah, pretty
0: this, slim. This this is a show. Even even if it's Netflix, I mean, this is unfortunately it's not a Marvel property to where Netflix would purchase the rights and be willing to sink lots of money into something that you know doesn't have the Marvel logo on it because everything Marvel or stamped with Marvel is is instant cash flow for whoever's doing it from you know. Netflix to Paramount and Disney. It'd still know. be
1: nice. I mean, it would be yes, nice. Yes, it would
0: be nice, but I kind of feel like Netflix is still possible, but doing an animated series, of like a full you know, 12 to 24 episodes per season on Netflix, an animated show, it seems more feasible. Let's test the waters here, and if this does well, who knows what live action could be, but I feel like an animated show that, that's given a lot of, uh, not mature content, but definitely approached with some uh, minor adult themes. We need violence, not heads being cut off and killing people because you can't come up with anything other than you know doing that for shock value, but right. some some mature taste, but also keeping it you know, this is science and uh sorcery. It's not It's not supposed to be you know, or I'm gonna slam Dark Knight Rises here, all overly goth, you know, and and no, and no, no, brooding, I don't... you know, what we need here is is a, a moody. Tone and look to it, not making the characters all, you know, like Bruce when Dark Knight Rises. You know, just moping around the Batcave. Hey, my knees no, no brooding, dead. none of that you know, stuff. Not, no. None of that stuff. You know, like the first Turtles movie from 1990, where the tone and look of the movie is 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 is, is dark, but not the characters, and not you know, the story is is definitely a lot more. Uh, 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 mature oriented but it still has the, the lightheartedness of the turn yeah i'm saying that's just an example of what i'm sure. talking about you still have fun Orco, and things like that but when it times to get down to uh being serious you know it's serious and it stays that way so sure
1: a good mix like you said something to where yes it's not over the top violent you don't need the shock value of decapitations and arms being cut off i mean if you want some slices and all blood here and there sure that's fine yeah we you need also- to see
0: cuts and gashes and, and tear- yeah, yeah. tearing apart you know uh robot knights or horde troopers being you know they ha- ha- have their heads cut off and their arms ripped off by sheara and stuff like that
1: you right that but also not too silly like but like you said but also not silly because we don't want the too silliness because that'll eventually no, 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 that sure.
0: it, there's always there's always a way of balancing people are just lazy about doing it so sure so i'm sure
1: they could so that out of so far everything I've seen, people really want that the most. And, of course, me and being optimistic like I always try, sure, I would love that if we got any type of media, whether it's a cartoon or whether it's a movie or whatever, I really would love to see some figures back in stores. I mean, like you said, I know, you know you're pretty worried the figures might not get justice done to them, but it still would be great if we could see masters officially back in the stores bringing a new generation of fans and make the generation of fans like us that know it happy too like you said um the turtles did a perfect mix with how they reached the old school fans and new school fans i mean god you still go to the store there's still turtle stuff so it would just be great to see masters have that again you know sometimes it be, see-
0: but you'd have to have Mattel not being being so you know uh uh you know uh pissing their pants over this, you know, where it's just like you can't be scared of something like this, you know. If you're going to do it, do it right, invest in it, and, and stop stop t- towing around as if like, well, unless we can do, you know, six versions of He-Man and six versions of Skeletor and, and throw in a Tila in the case back, I'm afraid it's just not, you know, economically viable.
2: And yeah, we don't want that. We don't want the over-the-top stuff. So, like I've always if said it, before.
0: If you look down the action figure out, oh, you see more variants of – your your John Cenas and your Optimus Primes and your your Iron Mans, you know you you know sewer surf and Iron Man and stuff like that. It's just like you do realize that toy companies are sticking to this mindset and it's not going anywhere. So if you're thinking we're gonna get oh one He Man, you know what one variant per year and and we're getting original carriers the rest of the way, then I, you're gravely mistaken because it's just uh it's just not gonna happen. So if people are thinking you know well M Y P was killed because of all the variants, well you better be thinking that that's probably going to be in the cards again, too. We're going to get variants yeah. bleeding out of our buttholes.
1: So. Well, I'd hope not as much. And if they do, proper case-pack ratio, so it's not, you know, four to one to one. If they had an even amount, maybe a little better. But you're right. We're going to get stuck with variants regardless. But so 2016, as you've seen, when we talked about that, the only big highlights and lows is basically the switching of um, the passing of the guard, if you will, from Maddie collector, Mattel to super seven. I mean, obviously that's a big thing. So that's 2016, basically how we wrapped it up. And now we just talked about 2017 of things that in a way hope, you know, we hope we'd like to see, I mean, fans were even home for video games. I mean, even our buddy here, dirt, our producer right here, he said he'd like to see if there was figures back in the stores, $15 or less. Uh, what are the shots of that dirt? You think that's going to happen?
2: Uh, no, it's not going to happen, but that's what I want to <laughs> see. I, I, I mean, I'm just tired of these uh, collector lines. I, I love the uh, 5.5. And when Super 7 brought them back, you know, you got the set from San Diego. It was more expensive, but, you know, mm-hmm. you're like, hey, it's going in the dark. It's a, it's a convention exclusive set. You know, I understand. But then they released the regular versions of the figures, and they're basically the same price. And it's like, come on. It's like, yeah. Even if you didn't put them in a package, you could just order them loose in a little plastic baggie. Uh, give me, because I'm going to open them and play with them anyway. Give sure. me some 5.5s that are, you know, 15 bucks uh, or 12 or 10 or whatever, because that's, you need that price point where you can get it out in front of everybody, get it in everybody's hands. Sure. Where it's a, a nice low price that they can work with easily.
1: You know, that's, and that's a good thing. And that's, that's my, I guess, hopeful thing that could happen too is since super Seven's doing it. That would be really cool. Just, I mean, you think about the Curse of the Three Terrors. Sure, they did them at 25 now they their painted ones, but I could really see them being back in stores with some of the other types of other things, and just being like you said, 15 bucks. And I can see those really popping and selling well. But so I guess you know anything's possible. You know, got to stay optimistic, and uh, at least I try to. I know some things let us down and let you know let me down, but hey, it's gonna happen with everything. But with all that, now we'll we're gonna uh, cover some stuff from fans. Fans gave us some feedback. Fans had some questions, some little ideas, stories, and, and we're going to move past that too. But, Tyler, did you have any fan feedback or anything that some fans said to you you wanted to cover or mention first?
0: Um, not particularly. I guess everybody likes Joe a lot more towards the end of 2016. I, I haven't gotten any <laughs> kind of um, – maybe I'm just a, a real uh, douchebag or something. like that. A... But uh, um, I do want to give a shout-out to my, my buddy, uh, David Cohen, who's a big Bloodsport fan. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say thank you to him. He knows what I'm talking about when I say that. So, um, and really, just a big, big shout out to everybody who's contacted me over the year and told me you liked the show or problems that you had with parts of it or things you enjoyed or whether you just wanted to sit there and say, "Hey, I like the show and I like what you got to say." And um, I don't have a list here in front of me, yeah. but everybody, everybody that has contacted me. In some form or fashion, on on Facebook or, or Messenger or whatever, I appreciate it. I hope you, everybody will continue to contact me and just tell me what you think. Um, I like being able to to talk to everybody and not just uh, once in a blue moon when I get around to it. You know, like I, I'm like I'm you know Mariah Carey botching and stuff, but to to you know. That was to a diva yeah. to to respond to things like that. So <laughs> no, exactly, people, people who watched Mariah Carey uh, bomb on national TV will know what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, that, that was a hot mess. But um, no, we appreciate, like I said, all the feedback because, like you said, we take to heart everything they say. If there's something that they thought would be better for the show, something we can work on we always listen to that and we will do whatever, you know, like I said, if there's some great suggestions, we'll do that stuff. So, well, I wanted to give a couple shout outs. First, I want to give a shout out to my buddy, Paul Rudman. He uh, sent me a, a Christmas card. It was like a photo of him and his family for Christmas, which was, it was really cool to see. And I appreciate that. And he actually sent me a Ninjor figure too, because he knew I didn't have Ninjor for classics. And it was just a complete surprise. I always get shocked when people do things like that. So, I mean, Paul, I really, really appreciate that. And then there's, uh, Andy Wancada. He sent me a, a family, or, I mean, a, a Christmas card of him and his family too. So that's awesome. I really appreciate that, that he did it. And then out of the clear blue, again, there was one other person, Bruce Mitchell. Yeah, I, like I said, I expected, I mean, I didn't expect anything from any of the people that I just mentioned, but Bruce did something out of the clear blue too. He, uh, I got this package in the mail and it, I thought it was going to be a book cause it was kind of long and you know, you, you felt it was hard inside there and it was flat. And on it was a bottle of wine. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, yeah, it's a bottle of wine. No, but um, so it was long, hard and flat. And on, on the outside of the paper, on the one side, there was like a, a drawn picture of Battle Cat. And I was like, okay, something might be special about this. I didn't want to cut and mess that up because I didn't want to rip that picture. So I opened it up and in it was, I got to grab it here. I thought it was cool. He did this little mini painted canvas picture of the the meteorbs. I found that so freaking cool. He did this out of nowhere. It's got a comic cat and all of them sh- you know coming down and,
0: yeah, and it's a beautiful piece of artwork. It definitely is reminiscent of Earl Norm.
1: Yeah it's Dang, I mean, I freaking love this. It shows how just people, you can really connect with people. Like I said, you don't have to meet somebody in person to be their friend. You know, like I said, I've met some of the best friends, you know, just on Facebook because you connect with people you have things in common with. And for him to know me and do that was awesome. So I had to ask him then about the the picture that was on the uh, on the box. I said, okay. I said, who drew that? I said, is that your, you know, one of your children? And I believe he said it was a six-year-old daughter that did it. And she did this cute little, cute little battle cat. I'm gonna try to let's see if I can get this on here. But it's she did a little battle cat. I found that so friggin' adorable. Six years old, she did that, and it was on the outside. I said, "Man, I'm gonna cut that out and keep it. Just to uh, that's gonna stay in my collection." So she drew a little battle cat on that package.
0: That's awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, some people, like I said, they're so awesome. It, that's what I mean. This is what this whole show is. It's all the connecting with fans, which gets to one other fan in particular. Her name is Jennifer Espinoza. Now she wanted to give her thoughts on the He-Man Thundercats comic because she heard what we had to say about it. So she wanted to give her thoughts. So she gave a little bit of a mini review I'm going to read here. She said, I love the whole comic as a whole, but I think they should make it less 1980-ish, like Skeletor saying Dumb-Raw the Ever Drooling. I also wanted to see a more serious Mumra, but I'm just glad we get a Masters of the Universe versus Thundercats comic. The art is fantastic. I did not like how they took over the ancient spirits of evil, and they just did it all too easy for beings that are gods with unlimited power. I kind of found that to be lame. I also did not like how in issue one, the ancient spirits tell Mumra on how they cannot leave the Black Pyramid physically, but yet now that Skeletor and Mumra have control over them, they are now able to? She said, I just feel like that was a rushed idea. She said, I hope the comic gets a little better. She said, I still say that the recent Masters of the Universe, uh, like the Eternity War, was a lot better than this comic so far. She said, I hope after this we get a Thundercats comic from DC. I would like to see more of Mumra. All in all, I give the comic four stars out of five. So I really appreciate her feedback, her review. And Tyler, do do you want to say a little thing to Jennifer? What do you think of her review? It looks like you're kind of biting your lip or something. Oh, boy.
2: I,
0: I didn't know it was that enthusiastic. Oh,
2: don't
1: you pick on her. No, uh, go ahead.
0: I'm not, I'm not going to pick on her, but I would like to start a charity to ensure that this girl is, is, is shown quality He-Man and Thundercat entertainment because this is not it, honey. <laughs> you know, this, is, this is not quality. And this is, there, the, believe me, there is so much more better dialogue and speeches given in the 80s in both cartoons than anything that, that, that Rob David and the other guru that, that's writing this slop. You know, it's it belongs in a trough with the rest of the pigs, and I like pigs. but it it just needs to be thrown in with the slop, bucket of slop. That's what this book is. I I just
1: uh, Jennifer, just to let you know, Tyler has a lot of rage for this comic, so he yes, respects. I, I,
0: I'm not I'm not going to be one of those people that that comes down hard on her, um, but I, I just I just felt like. Um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure the good people out there who who have agreed that this book is a, is an atrocity and a crime against humanity, uh, can can all agree that we need to make sure this girl is given some proper help. You know, <laughs> let, let's put a blanket around her. She clearly has been victimized by this because she she she's not aware of the of the qualities that are out there, He-Man and Thundercat. So let's let's help this poor girl who's been victimized by this trash.
1: For only 10 producer. cents a day, you could. What was it for only 10 cents I'm a day? I'm not finished. <laughs> I'm not
0: finished. Go ahead. No, you don't. I mean, I, I've lost my train of thought here. Once I get going, I can't go until I stop, you know, or right. stop until, you know. So say what you got to say. I'm all, I'm all tongue tied right now.
1: <laughs> no, it just sounded like you were doing an infomercial when you were saying, please, you, you know, give her help is almost like oh, yeah, 10 yeah, cents a all day. Oh, I
0: am. I'm, I'm, I'm conducting an infomercial right now. You know, it's, it's like a PBS, you know, telethon. You know, if I could, I'd I have people who all agree that this, 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 Sucks, you know. All sitting behind me, t- taking, taking donations, so we can help her, and let her know that you know you don't have to tell yourself that this is good, you know. Like so many other people have talked themselves into believing this because well, we have nothing else, so I'll just force myself to believe oh, this is great. It's it's like forcing down food that that one of your family members made, and they're convinced this 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 is worthy of being a Martha Stewart's cookbook, and you're like, oh, this is great. And that you can't grab something fast enough to drink and wash it down, you know. That's what this is right now. So, you know, we, we will get you the finest help. And you know what? I, I will – if you contact – I'll give you some numbers of people you can contact and, and let you know that – well, who am I kidding? You contact me, and I will tell you what to watch this quality from the he 80s cartoon, from the She-Ra cartoon, from the Thundercats cartoon. Not the new Thundercats cartoon. That sucks. Sorry, Thomas. oh you know, the 87 movie. I mean, there's tons of stuff. We can, we can wash out your brain here, dear, and just reassure you that, you know what, there are better things out there. And it, this is, uh, I swear, if I ever find these guys, you know, that are writing this book right now. I mean, they are public enemy number one. We ought to have both their faces with the Ghostbusters logo, you know, on top of it, you know.
1: It's almost over, Tyler. Like you said, three more issues. It's it's almost over, man. So That's you... not
0: good enough. It should be canceled. That's what it should be
1: i'll shoot at the rate it's actually you
0: know people people who just oh i remember thunder Cat and he made when i was a kid i had a he-man toy when i was little too they picked this up and they think well man this is so so groovy and cool guy and it's like no it's not because you're so far removed from it you think this is this is all you know this is what we've come to this is this is what you remember as a kid is this this you know toilet stain of a book you know, they just can't seem to be flushed down the toilet quick enough. You know, it just lingers around the rim until you get some Drano and some other stuff and start scrubbing bubbles and getting rid of it. Jennifer, so I'm I, it. I, I,
1: I'm getting... I I just wanted to say, um, yeah, I, did, I didn't mean to have Tyler explode like that. Um, yes, uh, but but you did. And I appreciate your feedback and everything. Tyler just, yeah, he has anger issues with this comic very horribly. He can't. However, help.
0: I'm glad that she came forward and. And instead, she, uh, I guess she, she likes He-Man and Thundercats. Did she say anything about the show?
1: Oh, well, uh, well, she listened to the show. I mean, she liked hearing what we had to say, but and then she gave, like you said, what her thoughts are, which we really appreciate. And you can tell, like I said, she is a fan. I mean, she, she loves both properties, which in fact, after that um, thing, she put up a, a question in one of the groups, which actually is a pretty cool question when you think about it. She said, if Hordak and Horde Prime, let's say they were defeated, Who do you think would be the person that would take over for the Horde in place of them? She said, and you can't say Skeletor. So I said myself, I thought Shadow Weaver because Shadow Weaver, I mean, absolutely for me, seems like the perfect pick. She's so freaking evil, diabolical. She seems like she would be somebody who would strike fear into people that would you know want to listen to what she has to say. I mean, for me, I would pick Shadow Weaver. A lot of people were seeming to pick her too, but I mean, what do you think about her or who would be your pick?
0: I like Shadow Weaver in, in her position, where she's there as a consultant. She's competent, but she's not leading the way. But she need, she if she's put in charge, she can do it. But um, I see Mug as leader of the horde, <laughs> and I'm talking about it based on his appearance in Duel at Devlin, You know, this very sinister robot who clearly enjoys you know bringing harm and wreaking fear on people. Definitely the mentality of, of a leader of the horde. And I, I can see Mug with his big hands and you know, lanky mechanical legs and, and big body sitting on Hordax throne, you know, uh, just smiling devilishly and things like that, and shooting beams out of his head when Mantana screws up, that
1: kind of That's thing. That's a pretty good image. I never thought of that. And I think, yeah, Mug would be a pretty cool pick. Yeah,
0: I, I can't I can't I can honestly sit there and pick, you know, Catra and Grizzlor and Leech and Mantana. Maybe Modular, but I still say Dylan. Moduloc's my favorite Horde member, but Dialamog, to me, has that presence of, of a leader that enjoys doing what he does too much. I and can... that's you need to be leading the
1: Horde. Yeah, and you know what's funny is you bring up Catra. That's the strange thing. I know that she's led a lot of missions that they showed her do. But you know what's strange when you think about Catra? I mean, sure, she's good at speaking to tell them what to do, I guess. But as for herself... I still want somebody that is going to do something. See, that's why I chose myself shadow weaver is not only can she probably, she's told people to do herself at times, but she accomplishes a lot. This is the sad thing about catcher. When you think about it, her most imposing, amazing thing that she does is turn into that Panther. This is what's supposed to freak people out. How many, I don't even know if I can count not only one hand, but three fingers, how many times has she accomplished anything in that panther form? She turns into that panther, then she jumps into a wall, down a well, into a horde trooper helmet. I mean, in water, what has she done in that panther form that's accomplished anything? I mean, maybe what two or three times? I mean, that's sad. If she's supposed to be such a leader, you better do something too. I mean, am I wrong? How, how many things has she done?
0: First thing that comes to mind is, I guess, is, is her knocking bow down in and, and, uh, the first first part of Secret of the Sword yeah, yeah which you know but for the most part you know i think catcher's more of a character that just enjoys the position of bossing people around she, and, you know. and taking credit for it when it's time to but other than that yeah she's 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 a a, a character of, of who um, reeks of jealousy you know because the character was written as is, is um, someone who's jealous of adora slash Sheera. And especially in the cartoon, where it's like Adora is the Force Captain, not Catra. so you can just kind of picture that being a real buildup of jealousy on Katra's part that this beautiful blonde woman is leading Hordax forces instead of, you know, her. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um,
1: I mean, even her description, her action. is
0: is is a better choice of Force Captain than Katra.
1: Never thought about Scorpion, but that's weird. When you're talking about Ketcher, isn't her description on her vintage figure even jealous beauty or yeah. something?
0: Yeah, that's what that's what I'm referencing is the whole jet yeah. They based on the the storyline for for that you know for the girl the storyline that the girls were gonna uh, interpret, but I think that would work along the lines of the Secret of the Sword storyline where that you could picture them kind of you know adore it when she's a teenager. They they get Catra come in as kind of a teenager, pick her up, you know, and, and exploit her powers and things like that but she wants to be in charge of uh, as force captain whereas Adora is just being handed it because hordak has raised her so it and that makes it interesting it's not about you know you know oh they become friends in the end or some nonsense like that no 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 this is like a woman who genuinely hates Adora for everything she stands for whether it's her looks her position of power why she has it there's something you can really you know build up with catcher there
1: sure and that now that's what would lead to if like let's say they ever did make a new cartoon with she or anything like that or a comic however it may be you know a standalone by themselves see i wouldn't want i know some people enjoyed the lightheartedness of the old cartoon sometimes it was too much though because see i think that's the thing let's say catcher could be then taken Seriously, if she was to then lead and do stuff, yeah, the, the
0: writer not- is a character that wouldn't hesitate to, you know, to kill somebody
1: or, In her Panther or
0: form. over the edge with tax collecting. Whereas Adora might be, you know, not so quick to, to, you know, act on on violence towards somebody who's refusing to pay taxes. Whereas Catcher would and then go back and report to Hordak Well, I did it right, right on on command. I didn't hesitate. Adora did. Yeah. you know and there, that's where you could always think that catcher would always feel like a door would turn on the horde someday and use that as her ploy to become force captain
1: you know sure and but that's what would be even greater about catcher is if she could be done you know I mean, if they did a new cartoon Again, take the lightheartedness out of there. Make it more serious. They can still have, yes, fun elements. But then, like I said, maybe then when she turns into that panther, maybe now we can see her actually slashing people and making, you know, like scratches and blood marks on them. And, and finally she can be vicious because it's not having to be so silly. That's probably the unfortunate thing is for that cartoon, she turns into this fierce type, I mean, this fierce panther, but she never got to do nothing because if of- they couldn't do that back then. So they had yeah. going and...
0: That's not her fault, that's the limitations that that filmation put on themselves over the entertainment they were putting out, so
1: yeah, it's a shame because like I said, then we got stuck with somebody that's always jumping in wells and walls and doing nothing but yeah, I, mean, cause I
0: like to, I like to see Catra approaching like a an old older like uh couple a couple of farm uh, an elderly farm farmer family refusing to pay or they can't pay. So she smiles devilishly, turns into her panther form, and goes out and starts killing their livestock. Like the only way that they have right. to, you know. But you don't really see the violence towards the animals, but you—it's implied that she goes out and kills whatever animals that are out there, from chickens, horse, horse-type characters. Imply that she did it. She comes back and says, "You know, we'll be back, in, back by the end of the week. You better have our
1: money." Hey. Check that out. And you know what? That's not bad because there's a the thing. They could even somewhat in a way show it. Like when she goes into the livestock pen or wherever it's at, you'll see feathers or pieces of things flying yeah. up in the air and blood. And then, like you said, when she comes back and she's this panther, she's crawling back to him as the panther, but then she transforms back to Catra and, and has kind of blood on her mouth.
2: mouth see? Know,
0: wipe we her did, mouth, you know, just to imply that you know time. what? This is a, a vicious you know, uh, sandy vagina is what we're dealing with here. They did do you- any <laughs> I'm, I'm not talking go. about you right now.
1: Right. Did you see how we both did that at the same time? We both said she turned back and wiped blood away from her mouth. We, that's freaky. So we were on the same wavelength. So I think yeah. it has some good potential. But so see, this is now, like I said, basically everything we just said is kind of leading up to another thing that some fans asked us. I had somebody ask me, because they heard in a previous show where I said, you know, we don't do this. um, You know, we're not being paid by anybody to do this show. We're not working for any company. So somebody actually asked us, they said, why do you do this show then? Everything you just heard us say, all these stories and everything beyond, it's because fans love talking about everything from the past to the present. As I just told you, there's questions that people were saying stuff from the old cartoon, things that they like from the toys of the old movie, things they'd like to see in a new movie, a new cartoon. And they still, yes, we like talking about the new figures and the new stuff. But that's not something we wanted to just focus on. Because without the past, you have no present. And when you think about the amount of different podcasts that are out there for, you know, like, let's say, Turtles, wrestling, horror, video games, they're talking about some Stuff from the past and also the present. So to sit here and just live in the present to say, all right, Tyler, here's the new figures that are coming out. And we babble an hour about the figures or their bios or new stuff. What's the enjoyment out of that? I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with it because we still do touch on the new stuff. But there's, like I said, there's no platform and no discussing of the past. And I see, I mean, I know you've seen it, Tyler. It seems like we'll get more response and people really like, you know, engaging with us. When they start talking about things they remembered, because that's the stuff that brought us to where we're at now with the literally, there are thousands of topics for somebody to say, well, Hey, you know, I mean, eventually if we start talking about the cartoon and the comic, we'd be done after about 50 episodes or a year, we've been doing the show for 60 episodes and we haven't even barely scratched the surface because you have the old comics, the old cartoon, the old toys, merchandise myp cartoon you have current stuff there are literally thousands of episodes that could be done so don't think that just sitting there talking about the past you're gonna be done quick because you're not there's so much i mean that's like i said that's why I, do, I you're right i'm not doing this to get paid tyler's not doing this to get paid we're not doing this to promote ourselves and get money or anything else it's the share of love and this passion we have for these properties with everyone out there who loves them just as much as us i just wanted to vent that and i Tyler, you can go ahead too, but that's just when I had a vent.
0: Oh boy, I got a lot to say on this subject. Go ahead. Let me, uh, let me, let me get myself together here before I really, you know, cause myself to just blow up right here. On go the- ahead,
1: get yourself ready. I don't know if Doug's going to have to get a, a technical difficulties things ready or not, or just an explosion. I just,
2: I just want, I just want to add that. I mean, this is something that we all know, but Joe is dancing around the. Uh, the truth of the subject matter is that every single person involved in this show is doing it for the chicks. I mean, that's what it comes down to. Right? Damn.
1: You, you had to say it. That was it. That's the truth.
0: I'm all about the rats, man. You know, just, just like professional wrestling back in the eighties and late nineties and seventies, man. You know, you know, it's, it's all about that. You know, it's, uh, uh it's just like a locker room in, in uh, 1987, you know, WrestleMania, you know, that, that's what it's like. Or a house show in, uh in, uh, uh, Pensacola. Florida, you know that's what that's what it's like right now. You know they're all lined up outside the locker rooms. They're all hanging around. He go Chicks dig
1: a... podcast people. Chicks dig us. No,
0: I know it's, it's like and then you they they want you to, to talk like you're on a podcast too and they get all titillated about it. You know, ooh my. You know. Tell <laughs> t- 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 you... me what you think about the Webster card back. I'm like, well, baby, you know, and they get a, oh, and they just all start fainting.
1: You know. <laughs> well, go ahead, Tyler. You do your do your vent, do your rant right now.
0: Uh, I've wanted for so long to be on a He-Man podcast for, for years, well over a decade. I've listened to every He-Man podcast that has been put out there from the earliest one to ones that may even be currently going right now and all the ones in between. And I got to where I had to quit listening to every single one of them because the content was not what you expect you're expecting to hear conversations about characters and episodes of the cartoon and discussions about, you know, uh, the mini comics and, you know, talking a little bit about the movie here and there. And you know what, on a, on a uh, by chance day, one of these podcasts might talk about um, a character or they might talk about the movie or something like that. For the most part, every podcast has not delivered on genuine uh master of the universe content and that goes for shira as well i i find the the lack of enthusiasm for people to want to talk about the cartoons and and the uh not just well not just cartoons the the star comics the magazines the mini comics the golden books Mm -hmm. you know and things like that i i question the hardcore fandom that's thrown around loosely everybody thinks that they do a podcast well they must be a hardcore fan like there are people out there, I think, whose talents are going to waste. and They've been on this podcast before, and they can really cut loose and talk deeply about He-Man, not just about what's currently being released by Maddie Collector or what's coming up by Super 7 or what stacks were coming out you know, back when those were coming out. You know, I, I, I just it got to where I'm like, I'd rather listen to nothing. I'd rather listen to paint dry than to hear any of these other podcasts who feel like... Well, it's been about um, 13 months since we've done another podcast, and they're getting ready to release, uh, you know, some new figures and classics. I guess we should get the band back together for one last go and talk about it. Just like old times when we used to talk about, oh, wow, they're releasing the, the, the fourth volume of the He-Man cartoon, you know, season two, part two. Let's talk about what's on the DVD, and that's about as far as we're going to go. Or we're going to talk about, oh, well, they're getting ready to release – um. Uh, the battle ram from Magic Collector. Let's let's for an hour and a half. We've got about you know half a dozen. It's it's like a it's like you know the the pregame for for uh, NFL football where you got half a dozen guys sitting around talking about the same thing. And like none of them are contribute anything. You don't need that many people to talk about a new toy that's coming out, you know. And it it just burns me up to think that you're you're hoping this is going to be an exciting episode with some engrossing conversation, and nobody's been able to deliver on it. Not one podcast. And this is not just, you know, because what we do on this show is what I, I've been desperately wanting to do for years. I've sat and listened to everyone, and if it was just monotonous, I'm like, okay, I can't make it past one episode. Or you listen to it for several years because you know what? There's nothing else going on, and you just subject yourself to it because you're here. Hopefully, you, you'll hear something that, you know what? That was relatively entertaining. And uh, – I, I've I've stuck with several podcasts for a long time, and I reached a point like you know what this show sucks. I'm sick and tired of this. You know, people trying to be cute and funny with you know their their humor is like the equivalent of being at 4-H camp. You know, just very square. You know, and and I don't turn into He-Man podcast for humor. I want to hear enthusiasm about this property that has just stayed with me as as long as I can as long as I can remember. You know, and I, I haven't listened to a Turtles podcast. I've listened to a few other, like some G.I. Joe podcasts and stuff like that on occasion. But if you're going to do that, there's so, to, to think that a Turtles podcast, a G.I. Joe podcast, a Transformers podcast, if all they're going to talk about are just toys that are currently coming out in stores and not talking about their original cartoon series You know, it started in 1987, they're not talking about the live-action films. You know, they're not talking about the original black and white comic series that got this whole thing going. I'm not talking about just an overall perspective. I'm talking about taking time to discuss the first three issues of the Turtles comic book and to discuss why this was so good, you know, how gritty it was. No, to sit there and just like, oh, yeah, I got the trade paperback. I flipped those pretty good. Daniel, what's your thought on it? And just pass the buck around the table here and waste an hour and a half of people's listening time when you know what? You could have been talking a lot more in-depth about this and the same thing goes for heman it's, it's 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 a travesty to think that all these podcasts have been going on for years and the only thing people can bring to the table is well what's currently coming out and that think, is it
1: you know because that's the thing like i said there's absolutely nothing wrong with talking about currently what's coming out because as you know Ooh, but it that. doesn't
0: require an hour and a half right. to, two hours to talk about that's
1: it. that's what i mean like when you and i do it we'll cover it we discuss it bam that's it and then we get into deeper stuff. That's the history that brought us to where we're at now, because there's only so much that can really be said about this figure, what he looks like and a bio or whatever. It's like, we, we're not going to spend so much time talking about that again, nothing wrong with current stuff. Cause we do mention it, but we, we don't dwell on it because like what you were saying for podcasts, I listen to horror podcasts and they'll talk about a lot of the stuff, the old horror movies and some of the new stuff. But picture this, Picture there being a horror podcast, and I'm going to give you an example because this crap has driving me nuts with horror lately. There's, They talk about characters like Slender Man, Crooked Man, the Bye-Bye Man. It's like, oh, well, these are just so original names for characters, but could you imagine tuning into a horror podcast and they're going to talk about that man, this man, that man, and everything that's new, and that's it. I mean, I would pff, I would go nuts. I was like, could you just talk about other things too? Uh, I couldn't imagine them not talking about Halloween, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Rawhead Rex, all this stuff, you know, Hellraiser. And yes, you could still talk about current things, but that's what I'm getting at is there's only so much that can be said just about current. It can really get boring, and that would drive me nuts with horror, but especially Masters. I love that we can talk about everything because it always brings out the fans we talk about that think just like us. When I see discussions online, the more discussions are about things from the past or the cartoons and NYP or things they'd like to see. But they don't sit there and dwell and talk about posts, about figures all day. If they do, that stuff kind of ends pretty quickly. And again, we do, this isn't something we do as I'm not expecting to get free stuff for doing this. I'm not expecting to get paid. I'm not expecting to be known and popular because here's the thing. You ever notice one thing? A lot of people might not even know, but as for a living, I make custom action figures. Do you hear me? Shameless plug. Shameless plug. I just did it. I make custom action figures. Buy them. No, but you don't hear me every week say, hey, I just made this action figure and here's where you can go get it or or go to eBay and buy it. I don't even talk about my customs. This could be a perfect platform where I could brag about, go buy my custom. Here's this. I don't do that because now here's the thing. If you make money making action figures for a living just like I do, more power to you. God bless you. But I don't put on a fake act of my master's fandom. I am a real Masters of the Universe fan. I really love this property to death. And everything I share, it's out of love. There's some people that make action figures for Masters that could care two craps and less about it. That they don't know about the stuff from the past. They say they hate filmation. They hate vintage stuff. And we know Who don't...
0: you are? So if you're and, listening to this, one of your friends tells you, you know, hey, did you hear this uh, remark they they said on his like, Yeah, we're talking about you.
1: Well, in particular, what's weird, is, and I'm not—I don't call out names, but this person, he jumped on me when I first started doing customs. You know, telling me how bad my work was and bragging and showing his work and thinking he invented something where he didn't invent it, it came from from Filmation and that's the thing, if you know Filmation and you liked He-Man as much as you say you do, you know you didn't invent it, Filmation invented it that's what I mean, so it's like, I don't fake my fandom, like I'll let you know right now I make Turtle customs Star Wars customs, G.I. Joe everything else you can think of, but here's the thing I'm never going to let you think I'm a super fan and I'm somebody that knows all that stuff and like, oh, I really love it. I don't put on fake acts because I don't know the history of all turtles. I don't know the histories of everything for Star Wars and G.I. Joe. If somebody asks, I make it, and I'm like, here you go. But I'm never going to be phony. So that's what you're getting from this podcast, at least from me and Tyler I'm trying to basically get across is we're real. And I'm trying to give you the realest stuff, whether it's stuff we really love. And if there's something we're passionate, we don't like, we'll be honest. We're never going to be negative saying, you know, that just sucks. And you suck for liking it. I'm never going to do that to nobody. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. But that's why I just want to let you know, this podcast is just all about being real with, between us and all the fans who are just like us. Cause we're all fans. We didn't create masters of the universe, but masters of the universe created us as fans to be with it.
0: Yeah. We're, um, to, to think that we we would do this in hopes that one of these big companies would decide to head us up through email or Facebook or whatever and say, well, you know, guys, you guys are quite popular here. You know, maybe we can send you guys some free toys here and you guys can promote the hell out of our business here. But in return, you're not allowed to say anything negative about our company here. And it's just like, well, I tell you what, sir. I will express mail my balls to you in a nice glass jar and have it insured for $400 because that is what we're doing right now. And I hope you enjoy it. Yeah. You know, so no, this is all about sharing passion here. And I would do the same thing for old school wrestling, for turtles, for class, you know, GI Joe for, for eighties action movies or eighties movies in general, you know, whatever the case may be, you know, it, it it's, it's, you know, I, I could, t- you know, James E talk wax lyrically about all this stuff here. and I don't want anything in return other than you know what? I enjoyed talking about this stuff. I don't want anything in return. And frankly, just to think that you know your hands are tied and you have no balls to speak about, you know what? Me personally, I think this uh, new whatever sucks. you know, I'm not going to attack anybody. I'm not going to go after somebody on social media or any other outlet on the internet, or phone calls, or or, or or find them at their day job, and wait for them to go on lunch, and and, and, and you know, corner them in a back alley, and give them a piece of my mind, because they they they, they thought it was good. It's like, no, everybody's entitled. I've heard people piss and moan over the live action movie for years. You know what, I'm using this platform to praise the hell out of me, and I'm going to continue to do so. And uh, people want to sit there and say, that, oh, it's stupid, because Orko and Battlecat weren't in it. Uh, Well, rest assured, we will include you in that charity to get you proper help, too.
1: And look where that led, what you just said, your passion, your love for that movie so much. And it seems like now you're starting to see more of the fans either accepting, finally realizing that is a great movie or giving it a chance. And then look what we're able to do. You were able to contact William Stout, get him on the show, and look at all the great information he gave. And he's gonna return again on the episode and give even more stuff fans didn't know. That's what it's about. It's so fun to just live in these moments that you remembered and then just to keep you know, to keep it alive. Because I mean, beyond him, we had on Larry Houston. He told us stuff we never heard. It's like if you can reach these people and bring them on, let them share their stories, that's what's just so fun. And then you get the super fans, like how you and I are. You get Danielle that's on here, you get James. Etok, they're super fans just like us, and they are having fun just talking about Masters. And really, like I said, it's just it's just this kind of bond, you know, that keeps this property alive. And that's why I want to keep doing. I mean, we're both going to keep doing, obviously, the show is because it just keeps Masters alive through the fans. Because whether we're getting a movie or not, a cartoon or not, or new action figures, we can still always talk about all the great experiences. That made you know made us come together and makes masters and princess of power so good so that's like i said that's why we love doing the show guys you, you asked why do we do it that's my way of saying it and Tyler had his way of saying it nothing and I, I,
0: I, and I still say if you if somebody who's done a podcast happens to listen to this or somebody that you know has done a he-man podcast let them know that it's shameful that you know what people feel like they can't do a he-man she-ra podcast unless there's toys coming out that they know that they can't talk about a particular episode of she-ra or he-man or they can't grab, you know, a mini comic and say, "You know what? This is a great story. Let's talk about that." They 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 can't talk about the NYP card other than, "Oh, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, man, it was it was really cool and it it, it was cool and that's what makes it cuz it's, it's like your like <laughs> South Park's parody on MTV. That's what makes it cool. You know, they say that just to be cool. That's what makes right. it cool. You think MTV is cool. You know, it's just there are there's 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 things to discuss here, people. It ain't just, you know, you know, floating on the top here, just trying to get by. You know, it's it's it's, it's a travesty. And anybody, everybody who wants to do a He-Man podcast or has no one should be ashamed of themselves for doing it, for hoping you're going to get perks from companies or so you can push your, uh you know, things that you do in your spare time to get money and screw, you know, screw people out of, you know, Hard-earned money because you're only in for that, you know. It's or, or just whatever the reason is. Like this is this should be used as a, as a means of promoting why this property is so great, why we've kept it alive, and why we're currently still buying toys from it. Yeah, not just because. Well, let's go around the table here, people. Uh, little Jimmy, what do you think about uh, you know the, the the new variant of He-Man that we were supposed to get in 80s, but we didn't. What well, we're getting it right now. Oh, well. I didn't collect uh, anything past the first five figures because, frankly, it all sucks. And same thing with formation. It sucked, too. So, (laughs) you know, I'm just here for comedy relief. So I think it sucks, guys. (laughs) You've done it again, Jamie. We're going to pass the fuck over here. What do you think? I think it's great because I got one free in the mail here, people. So it's wonderful, in my opinion.
1: Fantastic. But, no, yeah, so it's – yeah, exactly. Like I said, it's it's to share, like I said, our memories and to hear all the memories from everybody out there. It's it's getting stories and new experiences. It's like Dan Rice and his kids, when he said that he got his son and his other kids to start watching the you know, listening first. I'm sorry, listening to the podcast here, then wanting to go back and watch filmation, then share the podcast at their school with their classmates, with their teacher, the principal. I mean, those stories are just God, that's what makes it, it makes it so fun. That's what it's all about, creating new fans like that. Like I said, I just – I can't express it enough. That's That's how – I mean, that's why we keep doing it. That's why we'll continue to do it. There's always new groups, new places that pop up, people trying to share their love. And, like, I was going to even shout out to a couple groups. There's three places that they do something called – waffles, which is basically raffling something. Some people thought that this was stuff to where, oh, they're out to you know become rich and make tons of money and screw people. No, these are three great groups where people are just sitting there. They'll give you a chance to own a figure for three, $5 or something, eight bucks. Then you get a couple spots on a wheel. They spin it. It's like playing the lotto and you might win a $30 action figure. You might win the battle ram, which they did in one of the groups. Heck, one of them did Castle Grayskull that they gave away. And our good buddy, Thomas Guerra, he actually won Castle Grayskull. I was like, "How freaking nuts is that?" So for I think it was like ten bucks or twenty bucks, he won that two hundred Castle two hundred dollar Castle Grayskull. So I mean, the groups are it's Lucky Legends on Facebook. There's Lord of Destruction Waffles on Facebook, and the most powerful waffles in the universe on Facebook. There's just three fun groups. If you guys want to try something and just hey, you got a couple bucks to spare, you don't want to go out and get a Big Mac, you want to put three five dollars in, maybe win something. It's fun. I love groups like that. You just people are always doing something new and different.
0: Maybe with the one I'll auction off, you know, you can, you can win a, an evening uh, of, of dinner and uh, me waxing lyrically about He-Man, you know. If you win, you can have dinner with me, and I'll tell you why Clash of Arms is the greatest piece of American literature. Or I can tell you, you know, uh, an in-depth commentary on the 87 movie. Or I, I can tell you why, you know, um, uh, the Golden Books uh, slightly animated video is, is, is better than uh, the episode Turnabout in uh, NYP.
1: Spend $2 and you could win a Spend Google two, two, Hangout two, three, two,
0: date. Dinner with me. I mean, yeah. it would be fantastic. Even be, you know, a lot of autographs and things like that. And you can take lots of pictures for your Facebook albums, Twitter accounts, Instagram, things like That's that. That's right.
1: The $2 you know, spot will get you a Google Hangout date with T-Rex himself. <laughs> I'll,
0: uh, I'll, I'll have a, uh, I don't drink wine, but I'll drink something in a, in a glass that looks like I'm drinking wine and, and put on a smoking jacket and a pipe that blows bubbles and, you know, we'll party on, you know, that's what we'll do
1: here. We got to have some cherry Kool-Aid. That's what you got to do. It's got to be cherry Kool-Aid. So. Yeah, hey, cherry Kool-Aid. I got to yeah. breathe here.
2: You know? uh, cool. Joe, Joe, we did uh, have someone here in the uh, chat in um, on YouTube wanting to know more about your customs. And even uh, sometimes when you do customs of some of the more obscure characters, that could even be a topic of conversation. Uh, bringing up some of those obscure characters that maybe never were turned into figures—that gives you something even more that you could talk about.
1: Well, I, I mean, I honestly appreciate it. I mean, someday maybe, but I, I I'm, I'm saying this from the heart. And whoever said that on, you know, the YouTube, you know, I really appreciate that question. You saying that, but I never wanted to feel like I'm doing this podcast to basically again promote myself and make money. Now I know, yes. I have my custom page that, you know, you just showed up there, Joe model custom creations. And that's on Facebook. I, yes, I have that page. I promote my work on my personal page. And then there's groups out there that sometimes they've said, Joe, I love your work. Could you share it in our group? And I'll do that. But I just don't usually show up to say, here's my custom goodbye. And, you know, just, you know, screw the group. I like discussing, but, uh, I mean, maybe someday I will discuss some of the obscure characters I made or something. I could do that. But I just really, I want you, everybody out there to know who listens. I'm not doing this podcast to promote my custom page and that would be the only reason. Someday I could bring it up. Sure. I could bring up some things and I appreciate that, you know, the person out there asking that, but, uh, I, I that's the reason I don't do it. I don't want to feel like, uh, you know, I'm just, uh, pimping myself, you know, self out like here, here we go, you know, give me some money and here's my figures. I just, I don't do that. But, uh, Someday, yeah, I could bring up stuff because you're right. There's a lot of weird obscure ones. I was getting some great requests. I mean, if anything, I could mention that there was a lot of fun um, Christmas things that I was doing for uh, people. They were wanting some personal figures made. One guy wanted uh, like a custom, a vintage custom of a He-Man figure to look drunk. He wanted him having a balding head, a, a comb over, a fat beer gut, and a, a like a Coors Light ripped shirt and a can. And he wanted him called Drunk Or. So I made that for him. It was fun. And then uh, another fan out there, his father, his, his name's Eric Glenn. He, his father was a uh, a lumberjack or is, a, or I don't know if he's retired from being a lumberjack, but he said, Joe, could you make a lumberjack He-Man? He said, put him in my dad's outfit here. And he sent a picture of his dad and his outfit he used to wear. And he said, but keep it as a He-Man head, but give, give him a beard. So it's like my dad's He-Man. He said, and card him up. And so I did that, and he took a video of his dad opening this gift, you know, on Christmas. And it was just cool seeing his dad's reaction, you know, because his dad, you know, at first just wondering, what's this? And they explained, and you see just a smile starting to come on his face, and, and it was a nice little message they had me put on the card back about, you know, he's the most power, powerful man in the universe in their eyes, or, you know, it was like a nice little message, and that's fun. That's that's other things that get me. That's another thing that when I do customs, I love these things, these touching things. It's like that's payment enough for me. Is creating a nice moment like that. But uh, yeah, someday, yeah, maybe I can discuss a couple things of customs. But it, it definitely will not be some consistent topical thing every episode. Because my God, how m- Tyler, how many episodes are we in so far? Sixty one, I think episodes so far. You keep
0: or- up with it better than I do.
1: <laughs> well, it's it's just around sixty one, sixty two, but. Either way, I don't think I've mentioned my customs, but maybe once or something to go to the page or something, but yeah, maybe I will. So I appreciate it. Didn't mean to be long-winded, but I do appreciate that from the person out there on YouTube. Thanks a lot. So T-Rex, you have any final thoughts before we close up our special New Year's special?
0: I'm just curious. I'm going to issue an open challenge to anybody that has the... um brass balls to try and do a he-man podcast that doesn't re- revolve around new releases oh. No. So, is that the
1: t-rex challenge that's the t-rex challenge that came out of yeah, nowhere
0: with 2017 you know officially has begun here i'm just curious if any of these podcasts can can get it together and talk about something other than a current release whether it's a, a book a toy you know, or something you can you can order online from you know a, a, one of the many toy stores or something like that, some sort of exclusive. No, 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 no. I'm issuing a challenge to any of these guys if they can actually talk about an episode of the cartoon, talk about a character, and not just the memories of when you played with them as a kid. I'm talking about the different interpretations of a character. Can you can you discuss a mini comic, you know, and not just oh yeah, I had it when I was a kid. It was my first one. Next. And with Wait, the
1: cartoon, uh, you, you, would you also want them for the cartoon to avoid any of the best 10, top 10 episodes on DVD?
0: Yeah, and no, I was like, no, 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 no. If you're going to talk about the cartoon, I don't want to hear that you're going to talk about Problem with Power, that you're going to talk about Dragon's Gift, you're going to talk about House of Chakotty, or you're going to talk about Diamond Ray Disappearance, or Tila's Quest, or uh, uh, Quest for He-Man, because Plundor's in it, he's <laughs> like, oh, it's so funny, because rabbit, and we don't know why it's funny, but people get mad about it, and that's why it's funny. He's like, no, 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 no you know, talk about a specific episode of He-Man or She-Ra, you know, you know, talk about, you know, Talent for Trouble from She-Ra or talk about um, the uh, Ice Age Comet, you know, from He-Man or talk about the episode, uh, The Monster Within from M.Y.P. you know, don't and don't, you know, I'm I'm just curious, can anybody do it or are they pretty much just like, you know what, it's not our place here, guys, we're just here to promote the new stuff, get new stuff and. And hope we keep getting new stuff and, and only talk about the new stuff. And, yeah, new stuff. New stuff.
1: Well, it's the new yeah. stuff in a new year, so I guess it's going to happen. But, well, we started off with a New Year's, I guess, uh, challenge from T-Rex. So we'll see if see if that happens, I guess. Huh? I'm
0: just curious. Not that I'm, I'm you know, I'm probably not going to listen to anything that comes out. But I'm just curious. <laughs> if, if it's It's for fans' sake, all right, you know, to think that, you know, I like to think that you and I have raised the bar when it comes to podcast quality that, you know, that there's so much, I mean, geez, I, I, you know, we'd have to, I'd have to go back through and count how many characters we've done a discussion on. And frankly, I think there's a lot of, we could go back and rediscuss, let alone all the ones we haven't covered.
1: Oh, there's a ton. We Like I said, we have barely scratched the surface. It's been a year and there's still just tons of stuff. It's, it's limitless. Like I said, we could do, we could keep doing this. Like we have been one episode a week for a whole year, two years, three, we could go for 20, 30 years. We, I mean, we, like I said, We could keep going because it doesn't stop. There's so many different... And then doing fun hypotheticals to where, you know, like, you know, battles who would win against this and that and who has the best powers. I mean, there's so many things that are fun because it always leads to good debates and topics. So we'll see how it goes. 2017, like I said, we got a lot of great things planned ahead for 2017 too. But, well, that was your final challenge. But do you have now, since we're going to wrap the show up, do you have any closing uh, thoughts on things that you want people to watch, things you recommend? Go ahead.
0: Um, you know, I, I look forward to twenty seventeen. I'm, I'm, you know, this is the thirtieth anniversary of the live action movie, so here's hoping we have some some wonderful things lined up to celebrate that particular masterpiece.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, um, but uh, recommendations, um, you know, I'm gonna pretty much, you know, what at this point and I, i'll and i i always feel like I, I, used, I used to have those recommendations lined up in advance but I, it's like now it's like i think about it, i like i just kind of draw a blank because i don't want to repeat myself but i want to make sure I, I say something that's you know does or, orca is missing magic there's an episode of hema that you know what doesn't have skeletal in it doesn't have a uh uh, a, a, it's not an action-packed story. It's it's, it's a good Orko story. It's a good story of He-Man just helping Orko get his magic back. It's an episode I didn't particularly like at all as a kid. And as an adult, I'm like, you know what? There's something here. This is a good episode. It's written by Larry Detelio. Um It's a simple story. And uh, I'll throw out a Shiva recommendation, too. Um, the Laughing Dragon. Yeah. You know, not just because Joe is just like you know, oh, man, so boring and silly stupid guy, you know. Uh, no. So uh, you know, Joe likes Heart of a Giant. So he like he likes stories like that. Wait, what so did you say?
1: Hear- oh, never mind. Okay, I just caught what you said. I'm sorry. I thought you said something else. I was like, wait- well, what
0: did you think I said? We're all, we're live here. You can't. You can't. You know. You have already botched it now. What did you think I said? Well, you said.
1: Heart of a giant, but when you said "vagiant,"
0: it's se- oh, you of, said "heart" of a vagina. I was like, "Wait, what is It's all, all about Danny vagina Danielle, did you hear that? I was like, "Whoa!" I was talking about "Heart of a Vagina." I
1: was like, well, you're dropping some dirty stuff on the show today." But no, well, no, those are good recommendations. Now I'm gonna grab something real quick because I have this uh this weird magazine. Hold on a second. Just count to twenty-one, and I'll be right there.
0: Oh uh, you well, know? he's away looking for who knows what. Okay, I'm, I'm back. Whatever.
1: Hold on. There's this uh, this magazine I got. God, it, it has like... grave Star. Star, Master's Universe stuff. And it's got like, you know, it's in another language. But there's this cool scene of uh, Castle Grayskull being destroyed. And I just found it weird. I was like, that's something you rarely see in anything. And it's at this... I'm going to try to get kind of close. You'll see it pan from, hold on, let me go over here. You see it slowly getting crushed, then getting destroyed, and then getting destroyed more. And that's something you rarely see in comics. And I just, I'd love to know if this was translated. I'm sure this looks like it came from probably one of the UK stories. I'll be honest, because I don't know all about the UK stories. But I wonder if that was something from a UK story. It's kind of, kind of cool, I thought. And then it even has a lot of fan art. What's funny is, in this other language, I don't know if it's supposed to be a King He-Man, but isn't this weird how way back then, back in Better the 80s... King He-Man. Or, yeah, look, hold on. Let me try to get some light. This guy, I, drew say,
0: a, I take that as a nod to the 87 movie, because he's wearing a cape.
1: Oh, yeah, I guess he is wearing a cape, and it's red, but I still thought it was cool. I didn't know if it said King He-Man, because I can't read in other languages. No,
0: no, 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 eh. you can't have King He-Man. You understand that, people? The okay. idea of a King He-Man does not
1: work. Uh-oh, well, that's another podcast. So, all right, so those were your closing things. And as for me, I will say always, go to fansofpower.com, go to popculturenetwork.com, go to he-manworld.com, and on Facebook, go to... Mas- Don't you crumble while I'm doing this. And on Facebook... Pissed off. On Facebook, go to Masters of the Universe, He-Man and She-Ra Ultimate Fan Group, all great people, all great pages. So until next time, have a powerful new year. Pizza Dude's
0: got 30 seconds.
1: I know that one. I know it. Pizza Dude's got 30
0: of, sh- of course you do there, Joe. All
2: right, guys, and just remember, if you're mad as hell and you can't take it anymore either, you can always call our 24-hour voicemail line and let us know all about it. It's area code 217-953-4025. Thanks we so would much. love to
0: hear from you. So if you have something to complain and bitch about like I do on a regular basis, by all means, share it to